I believe the body is designed for health, not for disease. We all have an innate ability to heal. We just need to give our body what it needs to bring back balance to ourselves. So we can feel like ourselves again, pain-free, full of energy and happiness. This podcast is a safe space for women like you and I with autoimmune diseases to support our natural healing process. Each week, I challenge you to think differently and give you different ideas on how to best support your mind, body, and soul so you can ignite your healing abilities. Hi, I'm your host, Thermina Zavala, a woman's autoimmune coach. I am so passionate about working with women who have been struggling with autoimmune diseases and are ready to venture out and find ways to start healing. Because this is my story. I've been where you are. I'm here with you now, and I'll meet you where you're going. So come along with me on my healing journey so that you can find ideas to help navigate your healing journey. Don't give up on yourself. You don't have to suffer anymore and watch your life go by. Everyone deserves to live healthy, fulfilling lives. You are not excluded from this equation of life. Your answer is out there. Keep trying new things and look for inspiration in others who are doing it too. This healthy, happy life you desire is already here for you to take. You just have to know that you are a woman worth healing. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Woman Worth Healing, an autoimmune healing journey. I'm so excited that you have decided to come on this healing journey with me. Have you joined the free A Woman With Healing community Facebook group yet? If you would like to continue the conversation and find other women like you and I to support each other on our healing journey, come join this wonderful community by clicking on the link in the show notes or head on over to my Instagram page at thermanda.savala. The link is in my bio. I want to see you there, so come join me. Did you know that you can work with me for free? If you are someone that needs guidance and extra support to make positive lifestyle changes to promote your healing, I offer a free 30-minute health coaching session for us to decide if we're a good fit to continue to work with each other. The link will be in the show notes as well, or while you're already over at my Instagram page, clicking on the link to my bio, you will see another button that says work with me for free. Click on that button and I'll see you soon. Okay, in this episode, I have a conversation with Maria McKeon. She is someone I met in a podcasting course I took during the last quarter of 2021. She saw what my podcast is all about, resonated with it, and wanted to be part of this journey. She will always have a special place in my heart. She showed up for me when I needed an extra boost to share my message and start recording episodes for this podcast. I was starting to feel overwhelmed and fear of showing up in the world. These feelings triggered the freeze state of my nervous system where I wanted to move forward, but I couldn't because I was stuck in a loop of trying to take action, but then pulling myself back. I couldn't get out of this loop. Then one day, she just popped into my DMs and said, love to connect and share my story with you. That was it. That's all she said. But I suppose that's all I needed to hear because something about her timing and words snapped me out of this funk I was in. And that same week we recorded this episode you're about to listen to now. This is the first episode I've ever recorded for this podcast. I hope you enjoy it and it resonates with you. The story Maria shares with us is so beautiful. She's such a kind and beautiful soul. We talk about her determination and self-knowing of her worthiness of being a healthier, better version of herself in the hopes of igniting something within you to do the same. At the beginning of Maria's healing journey, there weren't many readily available resources she could turn to for guidance like we do today. So she had to tap into her intuition for guidance. 
Intuition is a powerful tool we are born with. We need to trust it more and utilize it. It is here for us to help guide us through life. Through her inner guidance, she was able to cultivate people in her life to support her on her healing journey. Maria McKeon is both a certified Hatha Yoga and Radiant Child Yoga teacher. She holds a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology and Special Education from Rowan University and has certifications in personal training through the International Sports Science Academy. Maria has worked in the fitness and wellness industry and nonprofit cancer industry for over 30 years. For the past 10 years, Maria has co-founded and ran a successful nonprofit, Mary's Place by the Sea, that has had a pivotal role in the healing process of women living with numerous forms of cancer. This nonprofit has inspired Maria to share her story of her journey with as many people as she can and to create Maria McKeon Wellness, an online community. Maria loves motivating people all over the world with new tools for their personal wellness toolbox, no matter their personal circumstances. She is a mentor, coach, and wellness activist who motivates and teaches us to become active participants in our health. It is her mission to help others prevent disease from ever starting. Maria is currently working professionally as a registered yoga and Pilates teacher at numerous studios in the New York metropolitan area and health coaching virtually or in person. She currently lives at the Jersey Shore with her husband and four children. She spends her time enjoying her family, volunteering, and reminding herself that it is important to fill up her cup so she can continue to give in a meaningful way. She believes we must be the change we want to see in the world. Therefore, it is her belief that in life we must be our own health care advocates. Her health is her wealth, and she will do everything in her power to become rich. Let's dive in to learn more about Maria's story. Hi, Maria. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm just so grateful for women like you that's coming into my life. I've been asking for people to come in my life to be part of my community, part of my healing journey. And you kind of just showed up and was present like, hi, here I am. So I'm so grateful for you to be here with me today, but also with my listeners. They could use your wisdom and your support and your guidance. Mm -hmm. So welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Well, well, thanks. I'm glad to be here. It's an honor. I'd love to share all that I've learned. I consider myself now becoming a a wisdom like sage because I've looked to other people and now I'm kind of stepping into all that I've learned in my life and wanting to share it. I've always been a person that your companion along the road, that cheerleader for each Mm -hmm. and every person that I come in to meet and look at people as partners along the road of life. Nothing is by chance or Mm -hmm. by it's divinely orchestrated. And like you mentioned in the beginning, like you're opening up to all that. I think that once I recognize I've always lived with my heart on my sleeve and my heart open, but now it's really opening because there's no other way to live. Yeah. The world needs more love and understanding. And I know what it's like to be sick and I know what it's like to to feel like there's nowhere to turn. Yes. And and know that ultimately the decision was to dig deep and to yeah. heal myself. And then in turn, I guess to share that wisdom experience and let you maybe pull from that, what I say, a pearl mm-hmm. or and add to my own experience, because I believe it's a collaborative um, experience, really. 
Absolutely. And I feel like we have all something to learn from each other. And it's a gift. This day is a gift. And truly, I'm appreciating and grateful for the day. So how am I going to show up for it and make it the best of my ability? Absolutely. That's so beautiful. And Mm -hmm. you said that you felt like you had nowhere to turn to. Mm -hmm. And I resonate with that so much because that's how I felt at the beginning when I was first diagnosed with my autoimmune disease. I felt hopeless. And that part right there, the hopelessness, was Mm -hmm. awful like you, I didn't let that stop me. I figured out like you, you got to dig deeper. You got to look into yourself and figure out what's going on. What is it that the body and my mind is lacking? So that's like with you is when, when we found that it's like, I really would like to share this with others. So they don't have to feel that way. Is that, is that kind of how you felt? Absolutely. And all different phases, like I think our life, um, I would say that when I was um, early in my teens and that really started my eating disorder experience. So not taking care of yourself and realizing that, um, you know, for me, it was magazines and unhappy with really truly what was inside, but I thought it was Mm -hmm. my external. And, um, and so it developed into an eating disorder. And that really was the underlying issues of what you need to heal. Mm. And modern, you know, society and medical community wants to medicate you, give you therapy, and not really, I feel, get to the root issue. Mm. And um, yes. and that took um, me dealing with myself and doing therapy, doing art therapy. Um, doing whatever I could to learn more about myself and this experience and why on some level I was choosing that. And it does make sense to me why I did. And it makes um, sense that where I can take the pearls of that experience and not recreate it, you know, the self-esteem, the confidence um, and how, you know, we're truly as people not really giving nourishing foods Mm. to nourish the mind, body, and soul. And, and we've been taught, you know, that it's, we're all compartmentalized when really there's this one car that I say today, when I'm talking about a wellness toolbox, or when I'm doing a meditation, you're filling your heart with this healing heart energy, and then you're sending it out. Now, if I was a car, and I was putting in the wrong gasoline, and it's not going to run, it's going to eventually break down. So the body will do the same. And if I didn't address the body um, at that point to a, yes, I was, you know, I'm five, seven, I was a hundred pounds. I was, you know, um, concerned. Yes. As you know, you're 18, 19 years old and you could continue that. And I did until all of a sudden um, no period um, hair growing differently depressed, not sure what I should be doing. And that was where I said, oh my goodness, I don't want to live this way. Mm-hmm. So therapy, starting to go to groups, trying to do whatever I could to get well. All right, everyone. I hope you're enjoying what you're listening to and receiving valuable information. But I have to take a break, like always, to give you my quick disclaimer. As a health coach, I do not diagnose, treat, prevent, cure, or heal any medical or psychiatric conditions, disease, or illness, or offer medical or dietary advice. 
The information my guests and I share with you is our opinion and our personal experiences. Any information received by you in this podcast is to give you ideas and talking points for you to have a conversation with your healthcare team so you and your doctor can decide what's best for you. Okay, now let's dive back in. And well for every person is different. Yes. And the things that I did to make me well um, were, they worked for me. They're in my wellness toolbox. I had faith. I had hope because I had other people that I could reach out to fabulous therapists and art therapists, um, and then cultivating um, a community of people that were um, had healed themselves. Mm. And then realizing if I truly wanted to be better physically, mentally, in order to continue college, all these visuals that I wanted for myself, I needed to, I needed to do it. I need to do the work and take accountability. And in life, we have to do that. Um, so flash forward through college, um, on the, on my, my degree is in psychology. I was also on my undergrad is special education. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think looking back, I was the person, um, I don't want to say the underdog, but those kind of authentic personalities and people that want to help the caretaker and myself and um, did that for a number of years. And then after I'm done school and working with special education people um, through a fabulous school called the Bancroft School, I um, left there and decided I needed to um, try something new. So I was in sales and marketing for 10 years um, in electronic components. So learning, communication, getting out in the world. And, um, and all along fitness and running where it was my side hustle because that filled me up i knew mm. that it was right when gyms were starting and women's gyms in particular so i was teaching um and that that music that was exciting that was happy we were starting to get more into the elaine powers and people were you know recognizing how exercise is so important but again um it was still compartmentalized. It wasn't this mm -hmm. synergy. It wasn't this, this connection. So, and I always knew I had faith because I grew up as a Catholic, but it was something that was inside that I knew that my connection to God and something greater than me was something that I always had and I could call on. Yes, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you said so many beautiful things. And what struck me, I would like to start like from mm -hmm. a little bit from the beginning was we were down this path and mm -hmm. we're in a society that is not, does not support our health at all. Right. Yeah. I do agree with that. I agree. So, and that's what I heard mm -hmm. in your story. Absolutely. And so you don't know any different, right? So you keep doing what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing to the point where you can't do that anymore. But a lot of people, they know they can't do it anymore, but then they're like, well, I don't know what else to do, where to go and what to do next. But then, and I heard you say something similar, but then you started surrounding yourself with people who were on the journey that you wanted to be on. You had that wisdom enough inside you at such a young age to understand that, okay, basically, I don't, I'm just going to like, you know, paraphrase it. Mm -hmm. Basically, you are who you surround yourself with, correct? Absolutely. So Absolutely. whether you understood that exact mindset, mm -hmm. you did. 
but like maybe in a different way catapulted you on that journey. Mm -hmm. And that's something I wanted to point out to the listeners of this podcast is that there is a point in time where you're done enough is enough, but then you're like, where do I turn? But sometimes you just have to turn somewhere and try something different and look to people who are already doing it. People who you want to be like, the lives you want to be like. So that is one of the first steps. Do you have any other, anything to add to that? Yes, I agree that you definitely have to have people and you are those people that you surround yourself with. And you also, what I've always tuned into that is my intuition and my gut instinct. Mm, yes. And it really honed itself. Um, I will share in that in the eating disorder times, it was your my stomach that was, obviously I was eating and throwing up. So you had that hole in your third chakra, your stomach. Mm. And, but it was also an indication that something was going on and it's like your body is talking maria you're not listening yes yes and it's trying to pay attention saying knock knock hey i'm here mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. and following the in your intuition that you're seeing things differently and it's okay to be different mm -hmm. and you are a passionate emotional being and that's okay too yes but it does take time to know that you're enough and know that those feelings, they are just feelings, but they are instruments and they are, they are, they give you information just as much as food is giving me information for my body to thrive. I utilize the word lifestyle and I never really utilize the word as diet. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And with my children, I try to watch black or white thinking what's good and not good mm. or good and bad. Like it's more about what's the energy that you're taking in and realizing that um, this car, this vehicle, I want it to be as efficient as it can be. And what I was not given, and I don't think society was women aging gracefully and aging healthily. Like there was a point I feel for me, women my age when I was growing up didn't look like me. They didn't look like me because my aunt and aunts didn't look like me. They were overweight. They were doing the things I'm doing. They weren't walking. They weren't eating nutritionally. They weren't going to workshops. They weren't reading self-help and being involved in supportive groups to say, oh, let me shift my mindset. Like, mm. like. It was as if, um, and now fortunately, because we have the phone and we have access to these experiences, I feel like I have no excuse not to grow and learn every day. Yeah. I was utilizing that. I'm now more open today because I think I have wisdom that I need to share with other people. So maybe the road's going to be a little easier. Yes. And, and I also have four children. I have two daughters and two sons and the experience that I have, my children are watching us every single day. And I think that they are, and I, I want to be the best me that I can be some days, not happy with how I am, but guess yeah. what? I get up the next morning and I have gratitude that I had this day and I give myself grace and compassion where yes. recognizing, I will say with many women, the comparison and the competition 
and the negative chatter on our own and seeing then that's where you said the spirituality you know like where in catholicism i felt like it was very black or white and and it was kind of like um and the guilt that was created mm. you know you're not good enough god's gonna you know your the mm. gates aren't going to open for you there's a lot of things that really allowed myself to feel less than yeah. in god's eyes in this being so i don't feel that way any longer how were you able to shift that? Because that's a lot of conditioning right there, especially, you know, as a, a young child that, that runs deep for the rest of your life. So how were you able to shift that, like, with sure. feeling good enough in God's eyes to having a more loving connection to God? I think that not only was it that I wasn't having a feeling like God was loving me, I wasn't loving me. Ah. Uh. And I really am so aware today that everything that has occurred for me in my life on some level was energetically being created because of the experience from inside. Mm -hmm. And I was attracting it like as much as mm -hmm. that I don't necessarily like manifesting or the law of attraction. We are energy beings and we how I show up how I am has been I feel very consistent, but I also feel like if I could have shifted it or turned that dial, I don't know. So mm -hmm. I'm right now realizing how I want to tune that dial up and then I can do it and I can do it in my timing and realize that like just to dream and to step into that, that person, ultimately the, the day you leave, you know, you hope you left a legacy and you left people yes. saying, gosh, that Marina, she's a chick. I really loved her. She <laughs> made me feel great. And she was helpful. I love the way she taught yoga, like whatever those, she could yeah. cook a great meal. And, you know, like my daughter would say, oh, you know, mama's kitchen and Maria's kitchen, because I always, <laughs> always welcoming because my house is your house. I, I really love people. I want the best for all of us. Yeah, I really do. And I believe that I didn't know that it was in my realm or in anyone's realm to actually have that. Mm. And, but it starts with me and it starts with you. Yeah. And if I can start it here and it's going to ripple out, then job well done, sister, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And so once I was in the experience of sales, I've always, I could sell things. And, and then health and wellness has been my side hustle that I've continued for four kids going to the gym with me in the stroller while I taught a class to now they're, you know, off in, in their own careers and, and healthy and, and living life. And I too have fortunately have a great team, my husband, my kids, and, um, and now my taking my experiences of still teaching and, and putting it in, in, in Maria fashion way, you know, like yes. with recognizing, yes, how do you have faith and hope and gratitude and cultivating to be my own healthcare advocate mm. for myself. And then also that I want you to have that too. I want you to learn that, oh, your internal wisdom is telling you something and yeah. you know healing's possible that it's that love tap on the shoulder it doesn't define you mm -hmm. yeah and you're gonna yeah. and you're gonna get through it and i believe in you and i know we can and our health is really our wealth if we don't have it it's what's has saddened me is that 
our society in some way looks to somebody else to tell us what to do. I know. I feel that. I totally feel that, especially now happening in the world today. I feel that as well. It's like, please save me, please save me. But they don't understand you could save yourself. If everyone could save themselves and start showing up for themselves, you actually show up for everyone else and no one has to save you. Everyone is already there and ready to do and serve Mm -hmm. what they're here to do. So that's, yeah. Resilient. Yeah. Yeah, And and given the right ingredients in your life, the body can heal. Absolutely. I, I I agree a hundred percent with that. And Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I feel that like I'm living that, that truth right there. Yes, you are. And I think that from my experience of having an eating disorder for many years, I healed my body enough to have four children, not have problems. And Mm. to have had them home birthed and to realize just how strong my body is, even as hard as I was on it, that it had the ability to heal. Yes. And that I'm not taking that for granted. Yes. Yes. I always say you only have one body in this lifetime. And you have to live in that body. No one else gets to live in your body but yourself. So when someone tells you to do something or someone says, oh, well, you don't have to watch what you eat. You don't have to worry about the thoughts that are in your head. Just take this medication. Like, don't worry. I got you. No, 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 no. They're not living in your body. You are. And you know deep down what you know, you're saying, Maria. You know deep down. You got that wisdom. You got that intuition. It's not right listen to Mm -hmm. yourself, follow Mm -hmm. yourself. And Mm -hmm. you are not the victim. You are your savior. And you have that power to start making changes. Agree. And that's why I love the warrior poses in yoga. Because warrior, you're your own warrior. And I love Archer because of when I empower myself and uplift myself, just that mm. energy, it's going to ripple out. And, okay. and we all have to sometimes dig deep. I often say, you know, you might have to put those big girl panties on <laughs> and stand up for yourself and do yeah. things and use your voice. And, yes. um, and I think that I had a reality check when I, for 10 years working with women that were, from all over the country with cancer diagnoses and recognizing that, trying to encourage them to be their own healthcare advocate and knowing to self-reflect and not to, and it's a fine line to say, take responsibility and accountability. And and it was very, um, you're, you're not given enough time to breathe in ways for people that are first diagnosed with whatever it Mm. is and to have an ability to step back and breathe and go, what's the best thing? What's my body telling me? Let me look at this differently. I did, and I do in many ways. And uh, in some ways I've learned that that's not encouraged because there's a lot of um, people wanting that money. Yes. That comes from, uh, from, from being, I don't want to say like a victim mentality, but Mm. also just, just not recognizing. And I grew up with parents that believed solely in what the white coat person said to them. And I can understand and I appreciate it and I have great respect, but they're people too. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. And, and I often have taught, taught myself 
over the years, really. Um, and I guess because of the eating disorder too, like because doctors were part of my you know, care in ways, but those people had to, they had to be partners. They had to talk to me like I was a real person. They were, they were my partner in this experience. Yeah. And if I didn't resonate with them, then I didn't. Um, and I did that with my children from their doctors to mm. whoever it was, they had to, um, they had to align with what I felt was right. Yes, so. absolutely. I love that. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to stay with that doctor. You don't have mm-hmm. to, and they're not your dictator. They're your mm-hmm. partner mm-hmm. and you've hired them. So yeah, like I, it's, it's like buying a pair of shoes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really care for these. I'm going to put these back and try another pair on. And you keep trying on a pair of shoes until you find the right one that's comfortable and, and, and suits your needs. Yeah. That's the same as a doctor. You don't have to stay with that doctor. And the doctor is not the final decision at everything. And that's where you come in, what you were talking about, with being your own advocate. I mean, that is something that I've learned as well. Is that That's huge. Because when you feel like something's not right, something's not right. You know yourself better than anybody else does. I don't care how long they have read about the human body in a book. Are you in that book? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And also being that seeker to realize that um, there are people that have maybe walked your walk a little differently mm-hmm. and then add information like with autoimmune, it's very different. So everybody, and you're, you're, you're going to be that educator for other people that have walked your walk maybe a little differently. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we can continually, um, our life is long if we choose to and be graced with a long life, you know, it's been a gift. So are we going to take care of the gift? Yes. To the best of our ability. Yes. And there are days that you may not, but give yourself grace because you're going to pick yourself up the next day. Yes. Grace is so, yes, you Mm -hmm. have to, you have to stop beating yourself up. You are human. You will make mistakes. You know, I've heard you say it a little bit in your story. And I know that's my story as well as like, it's not perfect. Every day is not like waking up happy. You know, it's not, it's not, you have your, your ups and your lows, but the more you do it, you have more ups than lows. And even your lows are not as low. So your dips are not as deep as it would be if you weren't making any changes and doing what's best for yourself. A hundred percent. 100%. And I think that that's the um, gift of living a life and having a different perspective instead of recognizing that there are roads and there are choices in those roads. And you get to choose. Yes, absolutely. You get to choose. And there's um, so, and there's wisdom and lessons if you can look at things differently as opposed to. Yeah, it's stepping back. Like, okay, you just hit an obstacle. Not mm-hmm. the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Yes, the stinks. It really, really stinks right now. But like you said, you got to sit back and like, what is the lesson that I'm meant to learn? Because that's why it's here. This roadblock is here because I'm not meant to keep going forward. I'm meant to go a different route. What is that lesson I'm ready to learn uh, and that I need to incorporate into my life? Mm-hmm. So you spoke about I'm not sure if it was your exact words, but basically when you were speaking, this is what came to me was fear. When you're first diagnosed, fear 
just hits you so hard and you feel it in your body. You feel your energy just drop. You feel everything just kind of crashing inside of you when you're first diagnosed because you're not expecting this. Um, this is not what you thought your life would be like. And you spoke about you got to step back and really find out what's the best path for you to take now that you know this diagnosis. Because this diagnosis doesn't have to be the end. And it's what you choose to do with this diagnosis. But the thing is, when you go to your doctor and you're diagnosed with it, it's fear-based. It's always fear-based. And when you're in that fear, your nervous system is in that fight or flight. And when you're in that sympathetic state, you can't think clearly. You cannot. You're not able to take a step back. It's just because your body is ready to flee and fight if it needs to. So it doesn't have time to be able to think. So the way that I feel like the conventional medicine is set up, it's all fear-based. You have to do this or you're going to die. Or you have to do this and there's no other alternative. That was told to me, not the death part, but there's no other alternative. And I, something inside me said, it's not true. There's always another way, right? There's always some other route that you can take. You have to be creative. And you, like you said, you have to be able to take a step back. So that being said, obviously it's really hard to take a step back when you're in that fear state. Do you have any nuggets or anything that you could give to someone when they are in that state? I would say, give yourself permission to be where you are right now. Don't beat yourself up about it. But how do you shift that mindset from being fear? Because getting out of fear is so hard, especially when you're in it. Do you have anything to, mm -hmm. to add? Yeah, I do. Um, even just acknowledging that you're in fear is bringing fear mm. in. And even what I would say to a person and for myself is to get moving, to get those emotions out. Ah, yes. And to feel it and also to be present with it because mm. it's not defining you. And that's where my practice of yoga and breathing, because when you're in fear and anxiety, you do not breathe. So we hold it here in our chest. Mm. So that's why I will say conscious breath, ground your feet, engage your core, let that breath move from the base all the way up to the top of the head. And I will actually have them use their fingers. So it helps with your hands or your meridians from your hands to your arms, all the way up to your brain. So it highlights parts of the brain. So it actually gives oxygen to the brain. Oh. And then I visualize opening my heart. And then I will say, get on your yoga mat. If it's two minutes, three minutes, or get outside, get perspective, but really just get out of your own way to shift that energy. And I will say, God, I need help here. Mm -hmm. Mom, I, she's in heaven. I could use a sign, please. You know, am I in the right path? Am I on the right path? Turn me around, please. I've been more aware of like, like today, I'm teaching a class and I leave the class and I get on a treadmill and behind me is this pastor that I loved from the church that was in town. He's no longer. And I thought, okay, God, do you want me to talk to him? Cause I need an answer for something. So I'm running, I run and I go get off and I just say, Hey, hi, pastor Twidle. And he pulls me in and we had this really beautiful conversation. And then he says, can we pray? I said, yeah, can you hold my hand? Because <laughs> he reaches out and I was like, so he's holding my hand and we were praying because he was really helping my heart through this situation for me. And then after it, I thanked him and, he, and I said, you know, I guess you were meant to be here. Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah, he goes, I wasn't coming. 
Mm. He goes, but for some reason, I know, I go, that's what I said. I said, it's because our health's our wealth. He goes, absolutely. And mm. I said, you're on the tri- on that bike because you know you need to. Like, And he's like, yes. So I made the commitment. I said, well, thank you because you were exactly what I needed. Thank you. Mm. And so I think if we're open to seeing the signs, they're there. Yeah. I mean, they're that there. is huge. I mean, huge. you guys and- were in the same place for the for right reason and then he didn't know that I was actually going to a very good friend of mine that is dealing with an autoimmune disorder is now really choosing to go to hospice because he has a rare lung disorder and now he chose to do oxygen and he's been doing traditional so he's not Mm. um so it's to be with him and to be with his wife and in grace really and compassion and honored that of the friend that I, I ran the, the Marine Corps marathon with him. Wow. We separated and he was faster than I, and he waited for me at the end. I will be forever grateful. So I was thinking to myself, I guess you're going to be greeting me up there in heaven one day when yeah. I get up there. And yeah. uh, just to know that he is loved and I was, yeah. I, he was a gift for my life. Yeah. I'm grateful. And I think we all have obstacles and challenges and gifts and all these things through this journey of life to be in grace that we get to, to be here. Yeah. I'm grateful to have the courage to start to reach out to people that maybe someone, a a pearl in my life or another person that I was like, wow, look, I needed, um, and that was my I still volunteer for a man by the name of Chris Wark. And Chris has a, a business called his, he had cancer at, at 26 and he's now 43 and okay. he did it through nutrition. And awesome. he has a square run program that I've been a mentor for, for a number of years. What drew me into him was he had a testimonial of saying he had God moments along his journey. He's like, Today, he wouldn't have two kids. He might not be here if he did something different than he chose. Absolutely. And it's not easy, but it was certainly, he's alive today to share. I need those type of people in my life. Yeah. So just like you for me are, is that another person in my life to say, wow, she healed this. So who knows that I'm going to run into contact of a client that may want to speak to you because of your journey. It's really a gift. And I'm grateful for the connection. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's he's still here today. If he would have went the traditional route and mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. felt in his heart that that wasn't for him. Exactly. He followed that. And yes. that's, that's the beauty is he didn't doubt himself. I'm sure he doubted himself, you know, 100%. along the way. Absolutely. But he still did it anyways because you got that doubt, but you got that also that other voice like no this is this is what you're supposed to do Keep and he listened he listened to that heartfelt voice instead of that fear-based voice absolutely mm-hmm. yes and the fear i think is in life is always going to be there any kind oh, of yeah. situation yeah. and we're going to have doubt and you're going to have sadness whatever the emotion is you will have those but yeah. knowing that um ultimately uh, someone was asking me too like how do you know and discern i said just quieting your mind and feeling what is right. Like really whether now another thing tool that I'm going to be adding more is journaling to get out some of those emotions or journal. And maybe I'm going to read 
the next move? Like, where yeah. am I supposed to go, God? What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, yeah they say you just want, you just keep writing, keep writing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even mm-hmm. matter. And then eventually mm-hmm. what's meant to come out will come out. Yeah, I agree. That was a lot of good wisdom there. And mm. what are you doing now to support other people who are on this path as you are on what kind of service? What do you do for others? Well, currently I have an online yoga practice three days a week that people can come to. It's a membership for a month. I've started it since um, actually right during COVID. I was on Facebook live. I worked for also for the gym. They asked me to volunteer and I did. And I decided last, actually this January, it will be the first year of membership for my classes. It's a stream of income. I'm also doing virtual health coaching with people that want to incorporate more plant-based lifestyle, just looking into what fuels them. Mm. And I really feel like your food is key, but also your mindset is key and having an empathetic heart, someone along that road with you is beneficial. I'm also back in the gyms teaching yoga and Pilates and different various studios and gyms to share that passion for others. And I'm still doing some speaking engagements for eating disorders. They're the national organization and also in high schools and I've currently been coaching a young woman that's 15 and pretty much on as an as needed basis. And I'm getting my my podcast up and ready to launch too for One Healthy Woman. And I'd love to have you on it because sharing what works for each and every person and experts in the field from uh, some doctors that I've followed and um, programs that I've been involved with from becancer.org to Chris Wark, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, Pam Popper and many other experts in the field that I would love to have um, share their information with our listeners because yes. we need that. Absolutely. And, and yes. the information, thank God, is available today where there was a woman, that her name is Susan Silberstein, and she started uh, this organization that basically her son, her husband was 30 years old when he was diagnosed with a cancer and she was going to the library. And she was looking up information for him and to try and help save him. Unfortunately, he passed away and that was many, many years ago. But because of her legacy and his legacy, there's information as health advocates that the journey can be supported. Yeah. And there's different ways to go to other than what's traditionally gifted to us as society. So I would consider myself a very holistic in terms of how I live my life. And I hope to continue this way. And there's no reason why you can't live to like in the blue zones. And um, and there are people that, my goodness, I followed that have healed their cancers and had clinic from Dr. Schultz to, you know, Kelly Brogan. I'm sure you probably know Kelly Brogan and a lot of other doctors that amazing from Dr. Esselstyn and the communities out there. Yes. If you're willing to like go, oh, Okay. And I find that some people are like kind of poo poo it or it doesn't, it shakes the reality yeah. because we're so one way uh-huh. the paradigm as, and they're like, no, I can't go there yet. I'm grateful that I'll be 60 years old this March. Wow. You're looking yeah. really good. <laughs> You're looking really good. <laughs> For- I feel good. I feel good. And I, you know what? It's weird to realize like, Hey, I'm still teaching and doing something that I love. And it was my husband when we first met when I was in my 20s. I was 20, 
27 and 28. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? I go, oh, I teach a 9, I teach a 6 a.m. fitness class. He goes, oh, really? I go, yeah, I mean, all days, you know, he's like, oh, when are you going to give that up? I go, never, yeah. you know, so, and it's been great. So I've still continued it. Yeah. And, and why not? Yes. Yes, absolutely. My, mm-hmm. my mother, she, she's about nine years older than you are. And we were actually over Thanksgiving. She, she mentioned, she's like, cause her mother died. So my mom will be 69 in December this month. Oh, uh, wow. her, I think her mother died like in her early seventies of, of cancer. And I wasn't mm-hmm. on this path yet. So, and even if I was mm-hmm. on this path, doesn't mean my grandmother would come along with me. Each person has to make that choice, right? We can't mm-hmm. do it for them. And my mother said, yeah, I feel like I'm going to die around same age as my mother did. And I was like, you know what, mom, you could be right. If you're living the same way that your mother did, then yes, you could be right. But if you choose to take a different path and have a different lifestyle that supports your health and allows you to age more gracefully mm-hmm. and still be able to feel good in your body, you won't. And that's the thing. People say, feel like, well, my father died of a heart attack. I'm going to die of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm obese because my family is. It's just genetics. No, it's not genetics. It, it isn't. It's lifestyle. These are all lifestyle diseases. Mm-hmm. And people don't, people have to- been told that, but they don't really understand that. You don't have to go down the same path as the people around you. And that's what you and I, Maria, have done. We've we've decided, no, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky enough. At the time, I didn't feel this was a good thing, and I'm sure you didn't. But when we hit that breaking point in our health where that made us decide and made us wake up, because you said something about, you know, it's it's inside knocking on you. You know, it's, it's communicating mm-hmm. with you. Like, my whole life, it's been communicating. Like, hey, Amanda, this is not good for you. You know, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't know where to turn. And my doctor said, well, this is how it is. You know, here's your antibiotics. Here's your, you know, whatever it is. So I didn't know how that I could get off that path until inside my body was screaming, no more. We can't take any more. And that's when I was able to stop to listen. Some people, that's not their rock bottom or they don't trust themselves enough. Women like you and I and other people like your friend who was diagnosed at 26 with cancer. Mm-hmm. Is it, mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he, he took a different path and Absolutely. is still here today. It's having people, like you said, way back when, when we didn't have all this technology at our fingertips, people didn't realize or could find and connect with other people who are doing it. And nowadays we can, and women like you and I, Maria, we're stepping up and we're saying, Hey, come along see what we're doing. You don't have to live this way anymore. Come with us on our healing journey. Learn with us because we are never done. Like we were speaking before I hit record is like, we're never done. Like our masterpiece is still in the making. You're always going to have to support yourself and do the right things for yourself. You don't have to think of it as a burden. Think of it as coming from love. You're loving, you're loving on yourself. You're loving on yourself your whole life so that you can show up in this world as your best self so that you could really serve others and do what you're meant to come down here for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's really a gift, this world to come here in this time and place and to want to leave it a little better 
and yes. to know that there are those those experiences didn't define us but they gave us wisdom and then mm. we're going to take that information and then how important it is to cultivate a practice and that's why every day how you wake up in the morning mm. is important how do you start your day yeah what do you say to yourself mm. how do you move through your day yeah it does make a difference it and does. Then how do you end it do you end it with a gratitude practice? Do you end it with a prayer? And starting to make those shifts if you don't have a practice, just recognizing the benefits of it and wanting to cultivate more joy and more happiness in your life is a it's really a choice. It's just like the, yeah. you know, like I've trained for marathons. So it's in anything that you want to achieve, it takes training, it takes a practice. Yeah. And the idea, I think, of the impatience of our world and the impatience of our yeah. you know, as your child, that they want it tomorrow. They want it instant, yep. you know, and, and our world wants it instant and recognizing mm -hmm. that it may be the wrong choice if it was an in instant and it's in divine timing. Yes. <laughs> and to trust that that's in divine timing. Yes. Trust. That's that's the trust. big thing that, you know, 100%. yes. You, people could tell you that it's mm -hmm. an, it'll happen when it's meant to be. But if you don't trust that and really believe that, it's going to be really, really hard for you to receive mm -hmm. and be patient and, and uh, allow that to come when, it's, when you're ready for it. Absolutely. And also that for me, it was actually learning how to receive. Because yes. if you're constantly being that caretaker, that person that's mm -hmm. gifting every, all your energy out, recognizing there was you know, quite a time I didn't really realize how much I was on my own treadmill and of life and that it was mm -hmm. not serving me. And I was creating dis-ease mm -hmm. and then, and then looking at it and going, Oh, I need to stop and pause. Yeah. I'm not breathing. Yeah. And if I don't watch myself mm. and be the observer mm -hmm. of like, how's your life, Maria? This can be a problem. Yeah. This can create something. I have a perspective for me is that, you know, disease or situations don't just happen. Like, mm. yes, maybe an accident, but I think sometimes that's the universe. Like mm. I, I was meeting with a friend, uh, she was in yoga and she said, I go, how was your trip? She goes, it was awful. She said, because we had signs that were saying we shouldn't be going on this. This isn't the right thing. And we went anyway and they were okay. It wound up to be very challenging. They got mm -hmm. sick. And she said, we had, she said, like the universe was trying to tell us this isn't where you're supposed to be going guys. Mm -hmm. And I often think if we have the opportunity to look in the back for the information, you'll see it. The trail, it's like that trail. Mm -hmm. And you have to let go of the mm -hmm. outcome that you yeah. think you're supposed to have or what you want, because that's why we're not receiving all these signs. I, I feel a lot of times you, we have this outcome like set in our minds, but we have to be willing because true faith is not having those attachments to outcomes. True faith is mm -hmm. allowing what's meant to be. And, and that when you allow it to be, it actually becomes bigger than what you ever imagined it would be. But it's having that faith and that trust there that there it is again, that trust. And that's like the whole thing. I felt like my eating disorder, or any experience, like even parenting where you're holding something for control. If you just allow the hands to open, it's mm. surrendering, it's being, yeah. it's all that uncomfortable energy that on some level as adulting, we forget the beginner's mind yeah. and that 
And somehow as an adult, you think you should, there's that word should have all the answers Mm -hmm. because you're taught as you age, you should have the answers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's not the case. You have to pause and the answers will come. Yes, absolutely. And what an amazing journey that you've been on and that you've actually stopped and received the lessons that you were meant to learn and to realize what path you have to, because I'm sure you pivoted so many times through your life. You're not always on the same path. I mean, in the end, the destination is the same that you, you want, but it depends on what path you're on. You've definitely stepped up to the plate because you didn't keep all this to yourself. All these little nuggets of wisdom that you received along the way, you didn't just keep it for yourself. You're doing what you're meant to do on this earth. And that is to bring people along and and help them and serve them fully. And you stepped up to the plate and you said, okay, I'm here. I'll do this. Yeah, I did. I, I, I have said that. And and if, you know, that's the gift, I think, of being here today. If there's a person that needs some support and I could help in any way, I would do that. Yes. I really and, would. And supporting, the main key, though, is supporting yourself. Absolutely. As you're supporting others. Because then if you can't support yourself, you can't fully serve others. A hundred percent. Yeah. I believe that you can empower someone and then uplift them so then they can grab the on grab the reins and take it yes. and move forward in their own life it's just like that high five or i think the enthusiasm of running for me it was being around a pack of people all doing mm. something that were enhancing but we were all cheering each other on yes and you feel each other's finish. energy 100% yeah you do you yes. do so electric. I could feel that going into the gym. Mm-hmm. I don't like working out on my own. I need that energy of other people, that energetic energy. We're all doing this together. And mm-hmm. that gets me motivating, gets me going, mm-hmm. gives, mm-hmm. gives me energy. A hundred percent. Yeah. I love it too. Yeah. yeah. But it's beautiful to ever, I can't believe that you can actually feel it through a Zoom. I know, right? Feel it. Well, you know what? I, I, I took, yep, you can't. Because we're all connected. We're all connected. We're all energetic beings. And we are connected with people on the other side of the world. And we don't really realize it. So that's like when I started health coaching people through Zoom, I'm like, is that the same as being in person? But it is. And I was like, wow, is, am I seeing it through this? You know, am I seeing it through the camera? Like, why am I feeling this? Why am I feeling their energy? And it's not. We're already connected together. Yes, we are. I had my husband is a, um, he's an engineer, but he is, he went to Barbara Brennan School of Healing. And that's an energetic practitioner school. It's 30, okay. actually it's 30 or 40 years. So he was going and teaching there as well. And he was starting to do clients and these people he were he was healing and doing energetic uh, sessions with they were across the country they were in japan and i would feel the phone calls for the sessions and they would share their insight and it was profound when you're across the world yeah people and then also it was fascinating because i would write up his the protocol or write up his experience the results of the session it was profound to feel what he felt and then to be able to read 
everything that he wrote and that person confirm exactly what transpired that I was reading and writing. So it's fascinating to see that we're just energy and it's, yeah. and healing can happen if there's, I believe the intention to heal mm-hmm. and, and that love. And so it's possible. Anything's possible. Absolutely. You know, wow. That's you know. amazing that your husband has that training. Yeah. It's been a gift for our family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then we, as a couple, when we were first married, went to a school called Energy Mastery by um, a doctor, doctor, his name is Dr. Jaffe. And he was a New Jersey doctor that became more of a holistic energetic healer and had a school. So we did that as a couple. So that was pretty incredible wow. when you first started your marriage. Yeah. To heal um, aspects. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you really set yourself up early with like-minded people. Like I, well, like you... I can't just imagine like if I was able to do the same thing you did at such a young age, I would be, wow, I would be somewhere different, but we all have our own journey. So I have to be okay with that. Right. But I mean, I just, I'm really inspired about who you're surrounding yourself with and who you're married to. Like, you know, like you brought that into your life, into your home and you're able to experience that as well. Yeah. You've been on this journey for a while and Mm -hmm. it it sounds like you're still continuing to learn and take other people's hands. And like, you you can't drag them, right? You can't drag them along. It doesn't work because they have to be willing. They have to do it themselves. Right. Right. Willing participant. (laughs) Yes. And, but but we're here to trigger that within them and to inspire them to realize, oh, wait a minute. You're right. I can do this. And I know I could have all along. I just didn't trust myself. We're here like, come here. I'll give you a hug. You know, like <laughs> when they start realizing, yeah. as you said, you have to take responsibility for your actions and your, your responsibility in your role and your health. And that includes leading up to where you are right now, like even your past. So you have to take responsibility. But the important parts of that is accepting you did what you did because that was your path. But now you're here, like, don't beat yourself up over it. Like, I can't believe I did that to myself all these years. And it's not about beating yourself up. It's about saying, yes, I did that. I did the best that I could with the tools that were given mm-hmm. to me. And now I'm getting these new wonderful tools. And now I get to use these and I, I can start rebuilding my body, my life, my mind, everything. It's, it's what you do with that, right? It is. It is. And it's your perspective and yes. recognizing that you don't have to live in that past that past definition of where you were, but, mm-hmm. and you're going to fall, but you're going to pick yourself up and keep going. You know, that's one of the reasons I was so attracted to Kathy Heller. It's the first time I was introduced to a group setting of like-minded people mm. that she was speaking my language of energetics, speaking my language of, okay, I, you have to wear your expand your heart and abundance is good self-care all these people that she brought into my life gave me just confirmation yeah that the life that I was leading for 10 years with my the nonprofit was ending because it was supposed to end and there's another new chapter that's Mm. opening because the paradigm it was not me and it's sad and it's painful but also it was the lesson and you're learning it, but now you're taking all that information 
and how are you going to go? Like, just like you've recognized you were sick and now you're, you're healing it. So it doesn't define you. So then you're going to take that and say, Hey, here's another, here's another way. Yeah. Come with me. Yes. Check it out. Who knows? What if? <laughs> and like even picturing myself as to where am I going to live? Just even calling in that experience mm. of if you get the opportunity to live a long life, how do you want to live it? Yes. And we do have choice. Yes, we do. And I don't think it's communicated that way. No. <laughs> no. And no, I think it we, is it. It is not. No. And because, then also what are yeah. words? Just like when we were talking about the mind, all the words that we choose are playing an energy in our bodies. Yep. And and even the and I'm working on the unconscious words and the unconscious mm. programming and recognizing yeah. how and go, wow, they're they're hardwired and you can understand mm. they were hardwired. So I'm changing that. Yes. Yes. But first you have to have the light bulb and the aha moments, you know. Yes. That awareness, that's the perfect yes. first step. If you're not aware of it, you can't change it, right? No, exactly. You can't change it. And celebrate that awareness. Even if you don't do anything with it at first, right. celebrate that you have come to that awareness. Mm -hmm. And then keep practicing that awareness. And then you start moving mm -hmm. forward. Okay, what's next? Okay, I'm aware of it. Now, how do, I, how do I fix this? How do I change this? When you ask those questions, but don't have that outcome, just leave it. Mm -hmm at that question like mm -hmm. how can this be better how it will come to you you can't you can't tell yourself what it is you can't look for the answer the answer will come to you because if you look for the answer you're not going to get the right one because that's going to come mm -hmm. from your conscious mind and your conscious mind has no idea what the answer is it, so it's a waiting where you said you know what patience mm -hmm. right and the word that the words were be the change you want to see yeah in this world and often at the end of my yoga class, I'll say, keep on shining your light because the world needs you and there's yes. only one you. And I've been really taking that in because realizing you are, there's only one you. It's pretty darn profound. Yes. And just you is enough Yeah. in this world. We are love and yeah. we have to love ourselves in a gift. Yeah. And, and trust that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we all felt that way and we all continue to let our light shine, be our own advocate and do what we need to do, the whole world would be a better place because everybody's there. We're so consumed with distractions. We have to work harder. Our life is flying past us and, and we're not living it. It's just that way that we're conditioned. If we all showed up for ourselves, we will no longer need that distraction because we have that distraction because we're unhappy. And we don't know what to do with that unhappiness and we don't know how to stand up for ourselves and advocate for ourselves. I don't know about you, Maria, but I feel like now that I'm really, really getting into the, my journey is I find distractions so boring now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still human. I still get distracted, but I feel I don't need that need to like the social media. Like I'm on there for a purpose and not for mindless distraction. I, I'm bored. I'm bored with shallow conversations. I'm finding that like with movies, I'm so freaking bored. 
unless this movie has some kind of inspiration and something for me to learn from, it's not worth my time. Like, I don't feel that. What is it like dopamine or something? Like, where right. people, you know, people right. are searching yeah. for? Mm-hmm. I'm not finding it in those mindless distractions anymore. I, do you feel the same? Yes. And your time is important. And how I, where I put my energy is important. Yes. I catch myself when I'm distracting their social media just to scroll because I don't want to deal with something. So it's mm. more of like, oh, Maria, get back, to, get back <laughs> in action, get back. I, I will say often little things like, you know, everything's figure out of, boy, you can do this like Marie Forleo. Get back to you, get back to what your purpose is. We're all distracted. I don't watch the news. I don't watch TV. I choose what I watch and I delete things and I choosing. And I think that that's a better way to live. Absolutely. And changes, you know, you notice as energetic beings and I'm very empathetic. So I want to choose because I want to feel good. Yes. And it's good to feel good. And if my cup's filled and I'm feeling well, then I do well. And it's just a better day for yes. for me and the world. Absolutely. And, and all of us have that right to do that. Do it do it your way. And I also feel like as a society we have to agree to disagree and you have your choices and it's Yes. Yes, let people have their belief. Mm-hmm. Let them. It's none mm-hmm. of your business. If it doesn't mm-hmm. affect you, it's none of your business. Mm-hmm. And who's to say that my beliefs are right? And yours is wrong and vice versa. So exactly. just be over-minded and receive what resonates mm-hmm. with you. What doesn't resonate with you, you just put it aside, say thank you, but that's not for me. Exactly. And that brings away all that like that negative energy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just let oh, people be. Sure. Let them 100%. be. They're on their own journey. And before we go, what is one thing that you feel would really help the listeners of this podcast? These women out there who are suffering with autoimmune diseases, they're feeling stuck. Their life is just kind of passing them by and they're just in so much pain and discomfort. What would you like to say to them? Don't lose hope. Yes. And please reach out because there's help somewhere. You're not alone. Mm. don't give up and keep on believing yes and it this too shall pass whatever works for you but knowing that for me knowing that there were other people that may have had the same experience and that didn't make it that was enough for me to say I'm here for a reason I'm doing it messy but I'm here for a reason just have trust that that reason will be revealed Yes. In ways, and it may not be today, it may be further down the line yes. that truly the universe, God, whoever you call on in those times of need, they're there and it's a constant, but you giving yourself love and loving yourself enough to know yes. that you are enough. I didn't realize how much the eating disorder was more of a, such a cry out, yeah. um, such a way of, of a slow suicide in ways and how important our mental health is. And today we are in a mental health crisis and we're all having traumas, big traumas, little traumas, acknowledge them and, you know, really reaching out and and there's a helping hand somewhere. Don't give up, please. Yeah. I love that. You said you are enough. I want to say it again to everyone listening. You are enough. You are. And you're not alone. Mm -mm. No. We're all connected. We're all here to serve each other. Reach out, like Maria said, reach out. And even if that first person you reach out isn't exactly what you need, 
that is a stepping stone to get to where you are meant to be. Each hand that you reach out to, you're going to get there closer and closer. And like how we discussed earlier, if it's not the right fit, you move on and find it and you will. Absolutely. And we have one life to live and how we live in it. Yes. So let's make the most of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Maria, for, for coming on and being an asset for everyone that's listening and sharing your wisdom. You've been on this path way longer than I have. You started way longer than I did. So you have so much that you can give and you've learned and accumulated for your own toolbox. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you? Maria McKeon Wellness, mariamckeon.com, and on Instagram at it's underscore Maria McKeon. I'm on Facebook. Just reach out. I also will be starting that podcast, One Healthy Woman. I'll also have a community there on Facebook to join where I'll be posting those interviews and some. I also feel free. I'm teaching Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Just reach out, DM me. I'd love to have you as a complimentary guest to come and take classes. Mm -hmm. I also offer this Saturday, I'm having a class. It's a free class through Zoom. And then after the guided meditation, we're going to be talking about how to increase your immune system utilizing some, you know, full plants and a little recipe if you want it. Trying to add to wellness and the wellness is we, we wellness Mm -hmm. instead of I Mm -hmm. illness. So we are, we're stronger together. Yes. And I need people in my community. I have a visual that I've had for many years where we're just holding each other's hands and in meditation, your left hand, I'm receiving and I'm sending it out through my body and giving it through my right. So giving and receiving. And in the circle, say you were next to me on my right, you would be receiving because I'd be sending it to you and then you'd be sending it out. I really feel like those women that are in my circle, I just picture them as you add to that I've met you through Zoom and through Kathy Heller. And I mm-hmm. actually have been picturing all those people that have really been a gift to me in so many ways. Yes. To give a me the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To communicate, yes. to be, to be seen, and to know that through each other, we will help and how we're serving just by using our voice. Yes. And connecting. Yes, absolutely. Yes, everyone go follow Maria and check out her podcast. She has so much to give. I mean, like even just now she was saying, I have all these offerings that is free. You could come look how giving she is, how she really wants to share her knowledge and really serve you and to help you. Her information will be in the show notes. So if you can't catch it, just and you're a visual person like I am, you could just go there and get all her information and follow her. Maria has so much wisdom. Thank you so much, Maria, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I'm sure my listeners are really enjoying what you had to share and really appreciate you as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful. Wow. That was an inspirational conversation with Maria. What a kind and beautiful soul she is. You can just feel the love pouring out through her words. The calmness in her voice shows she has done so much deep inner work with herself. We can learn so much from her experiences and wisdom. Because I know I did. I resonate so much with her outlook on health. 
It was so hard for me to hold back during this conversation that we had and to truly let her express her perspective on health because my heart was just filling up with so much love and resonance. I became excited because I saw in her that I am not alone in my truths and that other people are making a difference in not only their own health, but in other people's healths too. It was such an amazing episode and I hope you learn so much from her wisdom and her experiences. Maria has gifted us with some of her tools she has in her toolbox. You can locate these tools in the show notes. If you want to learn more about Maria, links to connect with her will also be in the show notes. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this show. I know you're super busy, so it means the world to me that you are here. If you know someone who could benefit from this show, please share it with them. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify and Google Play, or any other platform that you listen to this podcast on, so you never miss an episode. Hey, and don't forget to leave a rating for the show. It really helps the show to stay alive so that I can keep bringing you different ideas to support your healing journey. I greatly appreciate it. Follow me on Instagram at thermanda.savala to connect. I'd love to hear from you. Join the A Woman With Healing Community Facebook group to continue the conversation and find other women like you and I to support each other on our healing journey. Before you leave, I want to remind you to not give up on yourself. Your answer to your healing is out there. Keep trying new things and look for inspiration in others who are doing it too. I have faith that if you keep making positive changes in your life, you will make great shifts in your health. Invest in yourself and know you are a woman worth healing. I appreciate each and every one of you. Talk to you Tuesday.